Welcome to 82nd episode of Affiliate Journey. We are rolling hard nearing that 100th episode and I'm probably gonna do some big giveaway around 100, maybe a bit rebranding of the podcast as well. But anyways, in case you're a first time listener, I want to tell you welcome. You're listening to Affiliate Journey and I'm your host Miodrag Milenkovic. Every Friday I'm releasing interviews with amazing uh, amazing people who are six, seven, and eight-figure earners, marketers, affiliate marketers, and online entrepreneurs, uh, and I'm diving deep into their mindset, strategies, tips, and tricks that they use to reach their success level and that you may implement in your business today and start seeing more and more success. Also, every Tuesday I'm releasing solocast episodes, which are my own little rambles around my strategies around how i left my job to become a full-time affiliate marketer and online entrepreneur and how you may do that thing as well and boy do i have a treat for you today uh my guest is from my neighborhood country her name is anna marie and she's probably by far the prettiest person i've interviewed not that it matters for you but i'm just gonna throw that out there and yeah i enjoyed our talk she's a mindset coach and an amazing person like we had chat before and after the interview she's quite knowledgeable about this stuff and i'm i'm really excited to share this with you simply because like i cover a lot of strategy type content tactic type content but i feel we are lagging behind on on the mindset type of content and that's unfortunate because a lot of people actually struggle with mindset. So I think I will include more of these kind of mindset episodes, belief episodes and all of those stuff. And I'm curious to to hear your feedback because that's not something we hear very often. But yeah, uh, episode was amazing. And th- I think you're gonna have quite a few breakthroughs. I know I did. And I think you will enjoy Uh Also, like soon, I am stopping the giveaway with episode from last Friday, number 80 from Evan and Eugene. So if you haven't already, go listen to the episode number 80, share it, and you're eligible to win software that I'll personally pay for you, as well as one-on-one coaching call with me for free. And all you have to do is listen to the episode and share it. Uh, Simple as that. Uh, But yeah uh before we dive into the episode real quick if you have not yet joined my private facebook community called affiliate marketing elite if you want to become our elite member we are growing nearing that 300 people so if you want to be again part of this awesome growing community i will definitely advise you to pause the podcast go over there send a request and then continue to to listen and if you haven't already make sure you subscribe not to miss any of the awesome content i'll be putting out every week so yeah without further ado i present to you anna marie Welcome back. You're listening to Affiliate Journey and I'm your host, Mildred Milenkovic. And boy, do I have a treat for you today. Uh, I have a girl from my neighborhood country, actually, which is really rare. We only had like one guest that is from like 
my places where we live, like in third world countries. And we actually had quite a long chat before we started going because we resonate with each other. But she, her and I will cover more of the mindset stuff. And I think it's going to be really exciting and it will help a lot of people. So please help me welcoming Anna Marie Janish. Hi, Anna. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, thank you for having me. Uh, thank you for coming. Like, I'm excited for, for this. I was interested in this stuff like long before affiliate marketing or anything. So I, I'm also looking to learn a lot from you. And before we dive into any of those stuff, like, would you introduce yourself to the audience and tell us a bit more about your background story and why did you choose to work online? Oh, of course. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm Anna Marie and I'm from Croatia. Uh, I'm a business and a mindset coach for entrepreneurs. I mostly work with established entrepreneurs who experience delays, cancellations, reschedules with their clients, um, their team members not doing the work. So we work on their boundaries, we work on their mindset, we work on their perception of themselves and you know shift that relationship dynamics so they can easily add you know a couple of thousand of dollars into their business without changing their marketing or changing their strategy um, and i just love talking about this stuff because this is something that i was so interested for years and years and um i actually finished my master's degree in physical therapy uh, but I was not interested in that. I always wanted to be a coach. I uh, really resonated with personal development, with spirituality. Um, so when I was in college, I was, you know, working um, in the same time. So I was really unsatisfied with my life. I was like, this is it. I cannot take it anymore. So I just, you know, quit my job. And I finished college and I just started the business and I had no idea about marketing or how to build a business or anything like that. I was just like, I'm going and that's it. Because, you know, most people are like really preparing and learning and everything and investing in themselves. And I just, you know, I just went for it and learned on the way. Um, I started this business um, because I really love this stuff. I really love personal development. I started as a mindset coach. Then I shifted a little bit to also business coaching because I totally fell in love with, you know, building a business, working with entrepreneurs, investing in yourself and this whole personal development thing. And um, because I was so um, unsatisfied, you know, with my, uh, with my job and with my college and and everything, you know, with my whole life. I just wanted to, I always knew that I can do so much more and that I can do, that I can accomplish so much more. And I wanted more of life and I wanted to be happy. And I just started because what's the point of life if you're not happy? And this is, this was my biggest drive, you know, to have this peace of mind in my in my life and also do something that I love but in the same time really help people and really make an impact in in um you know in my life in the business in you know whole in in the world actually 
I love that. I love that answer. And I, I'm curious to know because I know a lot of people who are like kind of into similar stuff. They're not coaches like yourself, but they're trying to make a living online, trying to leave their job, but they find themselves stuck often. And I know you also work and we'll probably dive even deeper into that. Like, do you think it's because of their mindset and boundaries or could it be something else? Is it like the lack of skills? Is it all of the above? Like, how, how was your journey of this like couple of years that you work online? Like you said, you, don't, you didn't know anything at the beginning and you were just like, I'm going to do it and you did it. So how can others maybe follow your example and do it themselves? Well, I was, you know, when you reach the point of life where you're so unsatisfied that you cannot take it anymore, then you really, you know, try to find some kind of way out of it. And um, this is this is the thing that, you know, really drove me. Uh, it was my biggest drive to find that satisfaction in, in life and to find that happiness. Um, but most people don't, you know, don't go with it, don't start a business because it's, 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 uh, it's actually hard, but they're also very afraid because, you know, you are, um, when you have a, have a job, you know, it's safe, you're getting paycheck every month and you're in your comfort zone. But when you're starting a business, it's so out of your comfort zone. And this is what uh, it's scary for most people. And this is what it's hard, you know, to learn something new and to, you, you know, invest like thousands of dollars into, into yourself. And, you know, you don't, you don't know what kind of a return of, of investment you will get. And that's scary. And this is what a lot of people think. But also what is stopping them is that they think that they're not good enough. You know, they think that their skills are not good enough. They don't have enough knowledge to just start. But you don't have to have this huge knowledge. You, you just have to have, you just have to be a few steps ahead of some people to be able to help them. And then you, as you go, you learn more, you, you know, you have more experience um but you cannot get that experience if you don't start so definitely if you feel afraid just go um through that fear because that fear is like it does not have any foundation um it's just in your head and you have to um you have to you know have that internal conversation with yourself where you tell yourself you know I'm just doing this and, you know, seek some help, maybe hire some coach that can help, you know, you know, with your mindset, with your business and just, you know, make that first step. It can be a baby step, but it's a step ahead. So um, this is what I would tell someone who is, you know, afraid to start their business. Uh, I also love what you mentioned in the beginning about when people have that employee mindset and as humans, like we are hardwired to seek safety, but ironically, even though job may seem safe, it actually isn't in the long term, at least it isn't. And a lot of people like don't understand that. So how does one overcome that? Those insecurities that like that employee mindset and change it into, into more of a, entrepreneurial one uh, I know I got this like even before I started with affiliate marketing after reading 
Rich Dad Poor Dad, and I also read his book uh, Cash Flow Quadrant, where he even dives deeper into like employee mindset versus like on the right side business owner and investor mindset. So how does one overcome that? Because I talk to a lot of people and they are like, oh yeah, everything sounds great until the moment they need to invest in themselves. So how does one overcome that fear and step into their, like put their entrepreneurship hat and move on? <laughs> um well, everyone's different, but um, I would say that some, you know, books can help, some courses can help, and, you know, like seeking help um, with coaches. You know, you can find a lot of free stuff on the internet that can really motivate you and that can really put you in the, in the right mindset, um, uh, but you have to be and you have to be willing to you know to just focus on that and to to have that power uh, in yourself to just go on and go and because you you have to really seek what is your why why do you want this is it i don't know is it because of freedom is, do you want to um uh provide for your family do you have to want to have a better life you know, quality of life or something, you know, just seek that why and that will be your drive. And, you know, have that vision in mind. Maybe that vision is really scary, you know, because we don't know how to get there, but we just have to make those few first steps. And we will, you know, we will surely get there if you really, you know, hold that vision, if you're really um, working on that. It does not have to be, um, really expensive you don't have to you know invest in yourself like thousands and thousands of dollars you can just start and seek help for free because there are a lot of people you know that are doing some kind of freebies some kind of challenges you know on the on the facebook on instagram and there's a lot of free help that can help you to to shift that mindset and um but it's work you know it's work you have to work on that every day you have to be able to to say to yourself, okay, I am I am in this hundred percent, and um, you have to work also on your emotions because our emotions are something that can really stop us from going there. You know, uh, can really you know it can be scary, and we can say it, it's too hard, and we can just quit. But if you have that vision in mind, if you have that drive, if you really want to do this, then you will do this. And no one can motivate you more than yourself. You know, you can seek all the help you want in the world, but if you if, if you think that it's too hard that you cannot do it, then you know no one can help you, and that that's the truth. Um, and I know that in coach, coaching industry, a lot of people want to you know help others, and they're they they they're giving away a lot of free stuff. I mean that's okay, but. You have to be the one who will implement the thing that you you get, and no one can drive you. No one can tell you um, something if you don't really want to do it. Decision has to be yours. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like you can lead the horse to water, but you can't make him drink it. So I, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm totally with you on there. Like on that, I was myself when I first started my journey. For a year and a half, I was 
having like perfectionism issues, procrastination issues, shiny object syndrome. Like I had it all like for a year and a half, I was barely taking any action. And then mm-hmm. last year, it was even less than a year ago, I finally started taking action. It was like horrible, but I still did it and slowly refining it along the way. And finally this year, I managed to like scale it up. And in my case, one of the biggest things was getting a mentor. And I, I've mm-hmm. heard you like mentioning getting a coach or a mentor a couple of times. And I really think it's important. Like that was one of the major differences yeah. in two years of my journey and last couple of months when I actually left my job. So could you like briefly touch upon importance on having someone else who maybe has been there or has experience or expertise in helping you and like what's the actual benefit of having and getting a mentor or a coach? Oh, yeah. I mean, having my own coach. I mean, I had a couple of coaches uh, along the way. I invested a lot uh, into coaches, but it it changed everything, you know. It changed so much um, because they already went through everything that I went that I'm going through right now so they know but they also help you to see things from different perspective um, and they help you to see you know to find your gifts and to find your zone of genius and this is something that made the biggest difference for myself finding that zone of genius and I couldn't I could never find that myself you know if I was just without any mentor without any coach I would be in the same place that I was a year ago And um, that scares me because I don't want to be in the same place, uh, in the same spot, you know, not moving anywhere. Um, So, you know, having a mentor, even in a couple of days of working with a mentor can change everything for your business. But you have to know what kind of mentor that you really want and uh, where do you need to get help, you know, the most, because a lot of people think, you know, you know, uh, strategy is the problem. I have to get a business coach, but in the real life, they're actually having problems with their mindset. So, you know, distinguishing what you really need is also very important when you are getting a coach. So, because not all business coaches can help you with the same thing. They have different areas of expertise. So I would definitely say that having a coach is, is, is one of the best things that you can do for yourself because they know they went through that. They can uh, find, help you find those blind spots that you don't see and help you really to call you out on your bullshit also. But they hold you accountable. You have to do the action because when you invest you know, thousands and thousands of dollars in yourself, you 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 will do the action, you know, uh, because you want to get that uh, return of investment and then some. Um, and, you know, having that accountability from your coach uh, is something that will definitely change your business. Love that again. And I love what you said, like being so aware to distinguish, uh, do you need like a business coach or mindset coach or what is it? So a lot of the podcasts I'm doing are mostly like strategy slash tactics related. So I really want to dive more into mindset stuff and what you do. So before we dive into that, could you share your tips on how to actually distinguish are you really lacking like strategy and maybe some skill or it's actually your mindset and whatnot? So how does one distinguish first that and the type of coach they need? 
And then we'll dive more into like how to actually change your mindset and what do you advise? Oh, that's a good question. This is something that I see like a lot of entrepreneurs having problems with. Um, you know, just distinguishing that if you if you constantly get, get like thoughts of I'm not good enough, I you know I can't do this, it's so scary. Um, you you procrastinate, you don't take action, then it's definitely a mindset problem. Um, but also, you have to distinguish what kind of strategy is good for you. You know, what feels good, what does not feel good, because there, there are a lot of business coaches out there that will, you know, just teach you their own strategy. And they're like, tell you, okay, this is how I made my first 10K. You can do it too. But it's, it's, it's not for everyone. You know, that strategy is not for everyone and it will not feel good to you maybe it will not feel good like it will not feel in alignment for you then if you're doing things that you really don't like in your business like reaching out to people like cold reach outs and you really don't like that then you definitely can find some kind of strategy that is really good for you that feels good that's in alignment you know with you and uh, um i'm i'm the one that preaches about you know having that fun, having that excitement in business and everything feeling really good in alignment um, and not just following blindly, you know, strategies of other coaches because you can spend a lot of money, uh, you know, on that and not get any return of investment. What happened to me uh, because it did not feel good to me and I did not need that kind of help where I needed help. And this is also what you learn from experience. Uh, where I needed help was, you know, finding my zone of genius and just focusing on that. This is what made the biggest difference for me, not just applying strategies and strategies and strategies um, when you are actually not selling what you really want to sell. I don't know if, if this makes sense. Um, but when you don't really sell what you want to sell, you're not excited. It's not fun. It's, it feels like another job. Um, so definitely finding that zone of genius of yours is also very important. But yeah, if, um, if strategies that you have right now for your business also don't feel good, then definitely I would say um, finding a coach that can see what you really want, you know, that can see and can understand you and not just force another strategy onto you is so important because um, I don't want to, you know, call out anyone, but there's a lot of people out there, uh, a lot of coaches out there that, that, that will just tell you, you just do this strategy and, you know, this is because this is everything they know and this is what worked for them, but the, it does not mean that it worked for other people. Um, and Sorry. I see, yeah, and I see a lot of people, you know, a lot of people hustling in, in business and just doing and just doing and just doing, but not doing any internal work, not really, you know, going back to themselves and thinking and, you know, just asking themselves, is this something that I really want? Um, do I feel in alignment? Do I feel worthy of receiving money? Do I feel, you know, worthy of actually putting that price on my, on my service, you know? And sometimes when you feel guilty, when you feel like it's just in that gut feeling that tells you something is wrong, 
can also mean that you are out of alignment with your business. It can be, you know, lack of mindset work, but it also can be, you know, that the strategy is not good for you, but you will be the one who can really tell what is that thing that it's not. But you have to question yourself, what does feel out of alignment with my strategy? What does feel out of alignment in my mindset? I can tell you how much I love that. Like I was the one who was applying wrong strategies over and over again. Like first I dove into funnels and was buying courses and whatnot. And I'm not a techie guy. Like that's like totally not my thing. And I was like, oh, you need to learn funnels now, this now, integrate this into this and then Mm -hmm. do this. And the problem I see at least in my quote-unquote world with affiliates is that their business is still not at a stage where they need to automate anything. And here are a lot of gurus teaching you like Mm -hmm. you need funnels, you need thousand different things and they haven't even made like hundred bucks yet. Like they don't need it and I didn't need it. And I was like wasting money on softwares, uh, even worse, like paying to learn how to use softwares I don't need. And it mm-hmm. was like on and on. And until I simplified everything and yeah. went full on Facebook, posting content, which is what I love doing and actually helping people and earning money. Like that's beautiful part without automation, like more of a human one-on-one mm-hmm. touch, uh, understanding where they are where they are stuck and how may i help them so that's like what changed for me and okay let's let's go on maybe let's say that okay they found a strategy it could be on facebook like you and i are doing and Mm -hmm. maybe it's all right but they are stuck with their mindset now it can be money wise like i had that problem definitely so much conditioning from parents from society from environment everything it was really big one probably still is like i think i can get even higher faster but i'm stuck uh with some of the things so how does one overcome those internal like how does one first become aware that this might be the problem and not the tactic or the strategy and how does one go about overcoming those things oh yeah i just want to touch on the subject that you told um that you you know uh, invested a lot on the strategies um this is something that a lot of entrepreneurs experience when they are starting i had the same problem you know the same spending a lot of money into something that i don't really need and when you simplified everything you know when you simplify the strategy when you simplify your business then you see how it really takes off and it that's so beautiful and it feels good you know it feels good and it feels so simple and easy and actually produces results um the problem here is that a lot of coaches don't know their ideal client so they're selling to everyone (laughs) that's one of the biggest problems here (laughs) um but yeah if you have problems you know just like receiving money and there is a lot of you you know like money coaches money mindset coaches out there that are teaching those things um when you when you feel you just have to ask yourself, how do you, this is the easiest thing. How do you feel about money? How do you feel about receiving, I don't know, um, thousand dollars, 5,000, 10,000. How does that feel to you? You know, just, you just ask yourself because everyone has their minimum and their maximum. Something, your, your minimum is something that, um, 
the, the least amount of money that you can have on your bank account. This is something that it, it is your boundary. This is the, the like you tell yourself, this is the, the minimum that I have and I'm not going any lower. And you, you have the same with your maximum. This is like, let's say 5K. 5K is something, you know, your maximum. And you're, when you're reaching your maximum and like you're receiving that 5K, your brain starts to go into like, oh my God, can I do this? Oh my God, can I even, you know, um, produce those results the next month? Can I even, you know, have and earn more? And when you think about it, and if you say to yourself, it, it, when it feels so like hard, and when you start to like go into that panic mode, like, oh my God, something will happen. You know, you, you, you are like assuring yourself that something will happen, like another bill will come or, or something unexpected will happen. Like you, you're receiving that amount of money and uh, you actually receive more. And then you get this unexpected bill, like out of nowhere, it happens and it happens the next month. And the next month, when that happens, you know that you have problems with your money mindset. You know that something is there, something that it's telling you, like, I cannot do this. This is too much. It, the same goes like you have that thermostat, like you're, um, I don't know, you you put that thermostat on and you know you you um and it's 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 warm you know and it reaches the temperature and then i don't know maybe your ac starts to work because it's too hot it's the same with your maximum with the money that you have so if you are constantly receiving uh, unexpected bills or something happens that you have to, you know, that waste that money, um, you spend it and it's no longer there. Or you, you are um, thinking that you have to save everything and you're afraid to spend the money. You definitely have um, problems with the money mindset. You know, things like that can really tell you that you have some problems with receiving and Actually, receiving is not the problem. Uh, the problem is keeping the money. That's the biggest problem with with a lot of um, people. So you, you know, working on that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people have the problem, um, uh, and uh, I mean, I know that because I I worked a lot in that niche before. Um, you you have to work on that. You have to go and see, okay, money is not bad. Money is not the root of all evil. Money is just energy like everything. You know, money is just energy like uh, electricity. It's just energy. And it, it's not bad. It's not, it's not good. You, you can use it for bad or you can use it for good. But just distinguishing that um, if you can earn $1, you can earn a hundred you can earn a thousand you can earn a ten thousand um but will you keep it that's another question it's funny like now i started making much more money from the business quitted my job but then like i don't know first two months ago my grandma died and it was like unexpected mm -hmm. bill then my dog got sick and that was another yeah. unexpected bill. So after you were mentioning those stuff, I was like, damn, <laughs> sounds <laughs> like I hope it doesn't repeat again. But uh, definitely something like I'm aware of, but not sure 
I've done enough work. Maybe I should mm-hmm. do some more. Yeah, that's the work that never ends, actually. You can always increase your maximum, you know. Always, you can always go more, you can always go more. Uh, so it's, it's something that you work on, you know, every day. It's something that is just a part of you. It's not, mindset work is not something that it's like, okay, I'm done and I don't need to do any work. Because if you're growing, if your business are growing, your mindset has to grow too. Um, so this is something that will always be a part of you. If you want to grow you know yeah i agree and now it's funny because so many things come to the equation and then you got someone <laughs> like here's how i made fifteen, fifty thousand dollars and you can too but maybe their mind mindset and everything is like on all other level and their network mm-hmm. and whatnot yeah. and a lot of people cannot compare with that not only like even if they were to have the exact like strategy and whatnot like first do you have the same skills and second even if you have everything the same if your mindset says like oh but i can only earn thousand dollars like you're not gonna do it and it's funny to see those stuff so what else in your experience are people like other than money mindset what like keeps them stuck keeps us stuck uh and <laughs> without without any progression and it's not like the strategy or the tactic it's usually something internal or mindset or belief or value whatever it is like mm-hmm. what have you come across well in the beginning uh, with with new coaches with new entrepreneurs the most mostly is the belief um i'm not good enough but when you go over that belief you know like okay i resolve that belief then what I work mostly with is the boundaries and the standards. If you are successful in your business, if you have clients, if you have team members, but you still get disrespect, like, I don't mean like, um, they are not doing that on purpose, you know? Um, It's just a reflection of your own beliefs and how you perceive yourself. if you get like delays, if you get complaining, if you get um, reschedules, people not showing up on calls, if they're late, um, then you have um, boundaries and standards problem. And this is something that a lot of uh, entrepreneurs experience because with coaches, this is very interesting. Coaches love to be liked. They love to be liked by everyone. They love to have a lot of, you know, people uh, in their audience. And they're allowing allowing a lot of things that are not good for their business, you know, like going on calls and not finishing a call for like two hours when the call should last for one hour um, and things like that, you know, small things, just like giving and giving and giving and wanting to please people. And then you definitely... Uh, have that boundary <laughs> boundary and standards problem um, this is something that really really keeps stuck uh, people from going to that next level because if you want to be a successful entrepreneur then you cannot allow people to treat you that way you have to see yourself in a high regard um, and yeah, this is one of the, the the biggest problems. But if you want to talk more about new coaches, then then definitely have the problem of I'm not good enough. Can I do it? My skills are not good enough. You know, those kind of things. But also the fear of rejection is very, very common. 
let's dive into both like and i think <laughs> i think it's worth mentioning that those things that happen like those disrespectful things mm-hmm. usually trigger us and yeah. something like it wasn't business related but i had occurring in my life over and over again it still kind of happens but i think i've done quite a bit of work so it's less now i was getting terribly triggered when people would be late whatever it would be like (laughs) (laughs) we have a great time and they would be late like five minutes and i'm Mm -hmm. like pissed off because i felt unrespected disrespected and that's probably something that also happens like online and in business so let's i don't know we can dive into both whatever you want to first like we can dive into i'm not good enough or disrespect or we can dive more into boundaries but it's probably Mm -hmm. all related to an extent as well yeah it's it's very related if you if you get that problem i don't know in business you'll probably get that problem in other areas of your life Uh, because if you are allowing that you know um in one area it does affect every areas of your life um if you get the people that are late you you have to draw that boundary and say to them uh, good communication is, is the key here uh, because people are not doing this on purpose as i said they're not thinking oh i will be late you know i will be on purposely late because i don't like that person it's it's not like that it's mostly like oh he's very flexible you know um he does not mind if I'm late five minutes. It's it's mostly like that. And you allow that and you allow that and you allow that. And what happens, this becomes your reality because you think that you cannot get people to treat you in the way that you really, really want. And you start to see yourself as someone that, you know, someone, you don't see yourself in high regard, as I say. You you see yourself as someone who who just gets this. It's like normal to you. Until you change that perception of yourself and what you're allowing. And when you draw that boundaries and when you speak to people, look, I'm I'm no longer allowing this. You can uh, I don't know. If you're late, then then we will not have this call anymore. You have to be on time. You have to, you know, draw the boundaries. And this is the hardest thing for people because it's painful. And some people can get really angry at you. But, you know, you cannot say uh, a wrong thing to the right person. And uh, if they're really angry, if they really don't respect you, then the, the, the only thing uh, is that you have to let them go, you know? Because uh, when so you draw the boundary... That's also like you need to be uh, all right to lose them as a friend, customer, yes. or whatever. Like that's also, I think, the hard yeah. part. Yeah, and it, it's a good thing, actually, because when you draw the boundary and you say, I want more and I'm not allowing this anymore, then the other people will come to you. Of course, they will. Um, and they will respect you and you will get exactly what you want to, to have. Uh, you will be treated in the way that you really want to be treated. You just have to um, make that space for them, you know. Of course, we can work on, uh, on, on, uh, on that with people. And, you know, as I said, communication is the key. And if you have that right now with your clients and if they are late, if they, you know, delay payments, 
you have to you have a conversation with them and tell them you I'm not allowing this anymore and this is changing um and you can shift that dynamic and some people will say okay and some people will, will really really respect that and the, the whole relationship dynamic will change with them. But some people will not. And you have to be okay to let them go. And you will create that space for other people, for better people that treat you with, with um, respect. Okay, this is something also I'm pretty stuck with, like letting people go. Not sure it could be related, like it's an assumption. When I was like two and a half, I think it was, my biological father left me and my Mm -hmm. mother and like again it wasn't i'm just gonna leave them like they had their issues they split up but as a child like you don't know that so i think i have or had or probably like again i i've done some inner work but i think there are still stuff to overcome and i wasn't okay with like losing people losing friends saying someone Mm -hmm. also like again with childhood conditioning and what Mm -hmm. I was being taught it wasn't okay like to get angry uh talk about boundaries and without anger like you cannot really yeah create good boundaries so I have this problem of like either telling people that hey Mm -hmm. that's wrong and also with losing people so how does one overcome that if they are having like the same issue or something similar like how did you overcome that if you had that issue also well this is very very related with with the childhood this is something that happens in childhood and we get that perception we get that belief of um i have to be loved i have to be liked because we have that drive in ourselves for unconditional love. You know, we just want to be accepted. We want to be loved. And when we we have to let go of people, um, it's hard because we just want that unconditional unconditional love. and it's hard, you know, it's, it's really, really hard to, to, to let people go, but we, you know, with experience with, with, time you learn more about yourself do you really want to be treated poorly or do you really want to have a good life and be really happy and um create new friendships or you just want to have the same friends that don't respect you and treat you in the same way that you really don't want you have to ask yourself what you really do want you know what do you want to experience in your life um but working on the beliefs of i have to be like the fear of rejection is a bit big thing and you have to go and see where does it come from um because it mostly comes from our childhood it's learned behavior it's learned belief and it's, it's learned something we learned that from our parents you know from our surroundings from our teachers in school that we have to be loved we have to be liked and we have to be friends with anyone you know you cannot be friends with anyone and that's okay but as you said you had that anger that you cannot express because your parents told you that it's not okay to be angry because um, this is something that happens with with our parents and it's um, like, uh, how do you call it? it's it's not good to be angry so you cannot experience anger it's it's really bad and they tell you okay it's not good but when you have that it, it's anger is a human emotion we have to express that 
but if it's not expressed, it will be expressed in some other way. It will always like it can be aggression. It can be crying. You know, it can be anything like that. It can be expressed or you just bottle up everything inside yourself and then you crack and then and then like shit happens. Uh, A lot of shit can happen. That's that's true story. You you get people that, you know, we don't want to go to extremes, but can happen that some people kill other people because they bottle up everything inside of them because their parents told them that it's not okay to get angry. Um, and they become really cold um, and they don't express their emotions. And there's a lot of, a lot of problems there, um, but it will be expressed uh, in one way or another, or it will be bottled up and then another problem, bigger problem will happen. Yeah, I think a lot of inner work needs to be done. Uh, I used to express my anger mostly through passive aggression. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> it, <Yeah>. was, <laughs> it was my pattern and I could be really mean. But uh, I guess that's something I'm working on and have worked on. So it's better now. And what about like your specialty, what you do now, like with boundaries and those, mm-hmm. like how do we establish boundaries that we are comfortable with and how do we attract people that will respect our boundaries Mm -hmm. that's a work that's um not something that happens overnight or it's not just a decision because you first have to see what kind of boundaries do you have right now how do people treat you right now this is something that i do with my clients we go through their um, relationships. We see how are they treated with their clients, with their team members, with their uh, partner, with their family, with their friends, and just go through that relationships and see what is happening then there, why is happening, where, how, you know, everything, when. Um, and then you you notice some patterns that happen over and over again. Um, but you have to um, really dive deep into that uh, and to see, okay, this is the boundaries that I have right now. You have to get aware of them. You have to get aware of the, the relationship dynamic that you have with people. And then the crucial thing is your own perception of self. How do you see yourself? Do you see yourself as someone who can, you know, be even better can have better quality of life uh someone who deserves better or someone who will get this all the time like are you allowing this what you are allowing you know the whole whole pattern and whole behavior that you have towards yourself how do you treat yourself how do you see yourself um it's it's a lot about that like mindset work and uh, um, diving deep into the patterns that you're maybe carrying from your childhood with yourself. Um, but when you work on that, then you can really see, okay, I overcome, overcame this and that, and I'm working on this, and it's time to put some new boundaries. This is what I want. This is what I no longer will allow. And then, as I said, good communication with your current clients. Um, good communication with your partner with your family you know with your friends uh it's it's crucial because this has to be addressed this has to be um 
communicated. Uh, you have to tell that to the world. Um, and then it, it will also be expressed in your marketing because your mindset is always expressed in your marketing. It's always reflected. And when people read your marketing, that can, you know, they can say, okay, yeah, I really believe this person. Or maybe, oh, I really don't believe this person. Like, it, it's not in, in integrity, you know. Um you know, you can write some good stuff and people will not believe you because you are not living that, you are not embodying that. And this is something that people can sense, you know, naturally. Uh, it's not something that hop happens in our conscious mind. It's something that happens in our subconscious mind, how we perceive others. And in your marketing, it can be seen what you are allowing, how people are treating you, what kind of beliefs do you have about yourself. You can read a lot um, through the marketing. And when you shift that, when you start to work on that, your whole marketing changes. I'm not even, I mean, I love marketing. I, I love to write marketing. I love, you know, I just love to express myself. But I don't need to work on marketing with my clients because this is something that naturally changes. They're really good marketers. They know how to sell. They know how to market. They know how to write. But it will naturally change because that confidence they, they will get because your confidence will always rise um, if you start to work on your boundaries. And that confidence will always be reflected in the marketing. And that's why, because it's reflected in the marketing, you will start to attract another um like people with better behaviors um people who will you know treat you better you will establish yourself as an authority even bigger authority and uh, you know people sense that and this is how you attract other people better people better clients this reminds me of a quote from i think it's tony roberts or it's attributed to him at least like uh you don't get in life what you want. You oh, get yeah. in life what you tolerate. So I really oh, yeah. love that. And like when I made a transition into high ticket, I started like talking with pretty much anyone. Like my I was new, but I didn't have like, oh, it's this type of person. And the more I do it, the more I'm refining. And I'm like, no, this is not for you, not for you. You need mm -hmm. to notice things you need to be willing to invest you need to put in time i'm mm -hmm. doing this strategy like getting clearer and putting boundaries for people who do not fit that description is again as much as it's outside work it's also like the inside work and oh, yeah. still working on that but uh i think one of the biggest issues people have i had even like the most successful people have is with imposter syndrome. So oh, yeah. <laughs> can we tackle that as the as the last question? Like yeah. your experience with it and how can people maybe overcome it? Yeah, this happens like in any level. Um, I read somewhere like the more you know, the more you feel like an imposter. Oh, <laughs> That's so true because we'll stop learning like, then. <laughs> yeah, the more you learn, the more you see like, oh my god, I have so many things to learn, you know. Um, but imposter syndrome, it's it's 
it just seeing that it's not true that you know enough and like going through all your clients results and like your relationship with your clients what you accomplished is just like a huge thing and it can help you to to tackle that imposter syndrome but what happens in the with newbies, with new entrepreneurs, they think they have imposter syndrome, but sometimes what happens that they don't feel in integrity with what they're um, talking about, coaching about, because if you don't, this is what happened to me, actually, if you don't live what you preach, um, then of course you will feel like you don't know enough of course you will feel like it's not good enough so we have to also distinguish is it imposter syndrome or do you don't feel in integrity with what you're talking about um but yeah imposter syndrome is really really um it's really common in entrepreneurs and uh, just going through the fear and and seeing like why do you feel that you're not good enough why do you feel that you don't know enough like what is behind that fear do you is that uh, fear that you have it is it is it real or is it totally like uh it does not have any basis it's it's totally um untrue because it mostly is untrue and when you see that it's it's a shift that happens really fast then you see that okay this is definitely not true like why am i still thinking this um it it can um be a fast shift you know it can be really fast shift uh when you just see that this fear that you have does not have any basis it's not true and seeing what is behind that fear because um behind the imposter syndrome is something it's always something like why do you think this is this is something that has to be uh, addressed you know with the person because that person will tell you okay i'm feeling this because of this and that you know and it's different for every person yes luckily a lot of people in my space over here in affiliate marketing don't have issues with integrity because they don't have it. So <laughs> they, are, <laughs> they are claiming like, I love it when I see made their first like $40 commission. And mm-hmm. sure enough, two days later, they're creating course on how to become super affiliate and whatnot. <laughs> so we have a lot of this stuff. Oh, and God. It creates a lot of like, of misinformation thrown around yeah. a lot of like recycled stuff a lot of yeah uh, i don't want to even start with that like it's i it's totally know what you mean but just seeing that those people will always attract who they are they will always attract who they are and the people that their clients that will be attracted to that it it will not be good you know you cannot it will be clown fiesta, trust me. <laughs> it, it cannot end well. That's true. Anna Marie or Anna just. Anna <laughs> uh, thank you so much for your time. I, I enjoyed this. We don't have a lot of like this more of a mindset, belief, emotional side of things. So mm-hmm. I like diving into those because like my biggest, bigger passion than even like marketing and what I'm currently doing is like that inner work personal development Mm -hmm. that's where i started but talking about imposter syndrome and integrity i was like 
who am I? Like I was 26 <laughs> at that time working in a factory living in Serbia. Yeah. I was like, who am I to tell someone like what to change or do? Like, let's first get out of the factory. So that's how I came across like affiliate marketing and go into that room. It was just mm-hmm. so that I can supple- supplement my income and uh, reach like some financial independence and freedom so that I can have, again, more freedom and more integrity, maybe even mm-hmm. achievements so that I feel yeah. confident enough to talk about this stuff. I guess I'm on a good way. Yeah. <laughs> but, yes. Anyways, uh, thank you so much for coming. Could you share with listeners where they can find you and connect with you online? Yeah, of course. Um, I'm mostly on Facebook, but I'm also uh, on Instagram under the same name. I'm everywhere under the same name. Uh, Anna Marie Janish, you can find me, you know, you can find also my um, business page on Facebook. You can always connect with me um, on a messenger. So, you know, I'm I'm not like doing... I don't know, like big groups or anything like that. If you if you really want to connect with me, then go on Facebook. You can always find me there. Um, you can always send me a message. And yeah, that's it. As always, we'll have links in the show notes at affiliatejourney.co slash Anna Marie. And you can find her and connect with her over there. And she has some awesome content. I know it's not... Affiliate marketing related if you're listening and you're an affiliate, (laughs) but you can definitely still use this stuff because like it's ever relevant, not only in the business, but also in your personal life. Anna Marie, again, thank you so much for coming. It's been a pleasure having you and talking with you. Yes, you're welcome. And it's been a pleasure for me too. Thank you. And everyone, don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review. And talk to you all soon. Goodbye. Bye. Didn't I tell you you're up for a treat? I I really enjoyed the episode. I hope you did as well. I hope you got a lot of value. And if you did, definitely go and connect with Anna Marie. Again, links will be at affiliatejourney.co slash Anna Marie. And yeah, she can definitely help you with mindset stuff. And I know we all struggle with that. So go connect with her, connect with myself also. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on Apple because it really helps the show grow. And in the meantime, until next week, cheers for your success.